0: Welcome to the Wealth Academy Podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Good day, Paul Lawrence all, Van. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast, and glad that you could be with me today. Today is a wonderful day because this is the 50th episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. And just wanted to share that with you. I got started on August 18th of 2020. And since that time, I've been as consistent as possible, not only hosting solo episodes like this one, but also with a lot of great guest experts since August 18th. And just want to share and celebrate this with you, uh, primarily because uh, I have 50 to go, and I'll do it at a faster pace coming in uh, 2021. So glad you could be with me. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, And our mantra, as you know it, is wealth is more than just money. And it's this mantra because in life, there is so much more than just the monetary aspects of it, all the financial aspects. And not saying not once that there's anything bad about money, there isn't. And I want to share that with you. I just want to expand on that uh, not only are there finances, but people have relationships. They have love. They have work relationships. They have compassion for others and gratefulness and have peace, have understanding. And so that's what I'm talking about. It's much more. We have families. So when we talk about that, and living in communities, and living in countries, and having friends in other countries. That's really what this mantra is all about. Wealth is more than just money. So today, what I'm going to talk about is a year in review uh, from the standpoint of entrepreneurs. Because a number of entrepreneurs are also a part of the subscriber and listening community. And as a result, I just want to make sure I get this aspect in, and it's that all-important element called taxes. Yes, taxes. No one wants to talk about them, but taxes have been around for a lot longer than we have. It goes way back thousands of years. So uh, it's not anything new. It's just new to us as new people compared to when it first started. So I want to talk about that a little bit today. And if you're an entrepreneur, or if you have, uh, of course, you submit personal taxes, that's very important as well. Uh, as of today, there are only nine days left in the year 2020. And it's something that we have to start preparing for because it's going to happen. It's going to come. We don't want to be filing our taxes on the last day. And of course, for businesses, we do it a little bit different uh, than we do with our personal taxes. But the thing that we want to hold on to today is start gathering all documents that you have, invoices that you've received. You want any bills that you receive, accounts payable, people who have to to, um, pay you. Uh, And then we wanted to start assembling those documents, taking a look at the tax forms for the year 2020, which has been just an unusual year of all. It's either made us better than we were, or it took us back a few steps. And I like to think that all of us have gained from this very unique experience called COVID-19 and this pandemic. None of us deserved it. Make no mistake about it, nowhere in the world that anyone deserve this uh, type of year and uh, the losses casualties that we have and also the number of infections, especially here in the United States of America. And so I want to also uh, send out my well wishes, uh, my prayers to people who have lost loved ones. I've lost two people as a result of COVID-19, this pandemic, but many other people have lost even more. And to have lost one person, uh, it, it just breaks my heart. And I know it does yours as well. And we're still in the middle of it. And so it's not over. So for those of us who are here and we're entrepreneurs, and then we also have personal taxes, it's time to get all of your documents together. If you have some software applications that you have it on, it's even better. Get your bank accounts ready, your business bank account and your personal bank account. Get all of that, gather all of that information and let's go to work because we're gonna have to really uh, provide uh, information as we make that adjustment, that pivot and that change uh, leaving the year 2020 and going into 2021. We want to have a better year than we had this year. And even though this year was tough, there are a lot of life lessons, life lessons that we learn as a result of it. But when it comes down to it, we want to make sure that we have our taxes in order. Uh, oftentimes, people put it off to the last minute. This year, let's be uncommon and have it everything ready to go at the first moment that you can do it. I did this last year, uh, the exact day that you could file. I filed on the exact same day. And I did it because I wanted to see how prepared I was. And even though I got started a little later than I normally do, I still made what I considered to be my personal uh, uh, timetable and uh, my deadline. So that's something that we want to do. We want to look at things such as the education and training that we participated in. Uh, any software applications because everyone is making that adjustment to the virtual platform. So did you go in with Zoom or did you go in with some other uh, software that helps you to communicate and connect with people uh, who you can't be with one-on-one in person as it has been for all of our lives since March of 2020? (laughs) Things have really changed, everyone. But we want to be able to have everything in its place. Do we have our business taxes paid? That's very important for the state in which you reside in, uh, depending on what what form of, of a business you have, a LLC or S Corp or whatever it may be, having all of that paid and up to date, that you are going to be able to, t- to deduct all, all the deductions, uh, supplies that you needed, material that you needed, Insurance, uh, and it goes on and on and on. And then, uh, when you generate revenue, uh, that you ensure that you made account for that because the taxes involved in that aspect as well. And so, uh, that's primarily uh, what I wanted to look at today. And just going a step further, um, when as entrepreneurs, and we have a new year ahead of us, have you looked at uh, your business plan? Have you revised it? I would assume and take the position that most everyone did. And of course, we know that the uh, stimulus, uh, first stimulus bill was passed and uh, people received income from that, a stimulus check. But then some people had employees that they could no longer afford to, to uh, cover the salary because they weren't working because they were more of a remote employee, more so than an in-person sitting at the desk in a cubicle. Uh, Type employment, and so we have to account for that, and then we have to look at what type of uh, health insurance that's involved. Uh, Did you have a coverage for health insurance for your employees? And then, of course, uh, people have to look at the unemployment insurance they received. And we know, effective as of Monday, the bill—excuse me—in the in the United States, the second stimulus bill was passed by both the House and the Senate roughly $900 billion to cover most everything except state and local governments. And I'm not really sure why they didn't do that because they need a lot of help because they're not generating the revenue that they normally would with uh, people coming into towns and cities and the like. And uh, it's something that will have to be addressed later on. So we've had a couple of trillion dollars in early 2020 I don't believe that our national leaders really got a great opportunity to really look at the impact that it has. One has to take the position that when we see the food lines and the number of infection rates, as well as uh, fatalities, a death rate went up and we're well over 300,000 people in the United States that, uh, that first stimulus did not do the job. And number one, uh, the one reason why the stimulus didn't do the job because when the the uh, PPP uh, monies went out, and that's to help small, should have been to help small businesses. You were finding major corporations that were receiving the money, and of course that meant the small business would not get anything. And the small businesses represent about ninety six percent of all businesses in the United States. And so when we uh, look at things from That perspective and this perspective, it just tells us that there should have been a lot more oversight, uh, more controls over the money and who would get it. Uh, As an example, you might have had a Los Angeles Laker basketball team and uh, it's a billion dollar uh, business for them, just them specifically. So how could they receive $4.6 million? Um, and they turned it back in, but there were a lot of companies and businesses that did not turn it back in. And on top of that, they didn't even need the money because businesses were flush with cash. They'd have the tax break as a result of the 2017 tax break that went to big businesses, and it was almost a triple down effect, similar to what uh, President Reagan put into place. And it didn't work. And there was a second attempt this time with President Trump, that if you give tax breaks to the major corporations and big businesses, it would trickle down. And well, we know it doesn't for the second time. It did not trickle down. And so it meant the people who at the top, or let's say the top 1%, they got richer by trillions of dollars and maybe even more than that. There's a lot of zeros behind that. And so not that I'm going into the direction of uh, being political or apolitical, but more so that if we have national leaders, House, Senate, Supreme Court, executive branch in the White House, and you have 330 million citizens in your country, over 330 million, that there will be safeguards put into place to ensure that the people that need it the help the most would receive it. Now, at this point, I digress and say there was a leadership vacuum that was happening and it's so chilly right now uh, that um, I believe and I have, I'm a business major, I have a lot of economics in my background that um, we are likely to see a really significant re- recession taking place, if not a depression taking place. And these food lines that are visible on television and a lot of the major cities, Texas uh, as a state being one, and all over the United States, it's just a sign. It's just a sign of things to come because uh, we don't know, even though we have a couple of vaccines uh, that are out there by Pfizer and Moderna, we don't know if it's going to work. We're going to try. People have already started receiving the injections, but we don't know if it's going to work, which means that the business will remain closed. Schools will remain closed. And then all the subsidiary businesses that surround that will not be coming back on board, such as your airline industry, which talks to the tourism industry, which talks to the hotel industry, which talks to the meeting planning industry, which talks to all industries. And um, so when we see those food lines, some of the people from the airlines are in those lines. Some of the people from the hospital are in those lines who would, would believe that a lot of military people are in those lines and they're active duty. And so when we see these type of things that are taking place, it just lets us know that uh, our leadership uh, let us, the people down. We're the people who vote our uh, legislators into office and our leaders into office. And uh, what we got in return at least for the, over the last four years, maybe even longer, um, it's not representative of what the United States is really all about, and um, I believe that uh, we're going to see just like we did in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, where the market just simply collapses. We can't go on the stock stock market because that's artificial. And that's actually uh, investors are typically in the top one or 2% who actually invest in, in the stock market in addition to corporations and investment groups. So the average workaday citizen is not a part of that, that particular uh, form of investment, which means even if the stock market is at record highs, it's not reflective of those food lines that are out there. And so um, when you're doing that basic math, And uh, looking at your economics, economics has a pipeline straight and directly from the leadership of a country, of a corporation, of a family. And so uh, here we are uh, in the last few days of 2020. We have nine days left in uh, 2020. And people are just holding on as best they can. They really are. And the United States should should be better than this and do better than this for its citizens because we've always been there for our country. And what we're seeing is is trending away from being a a democracy. And as a result of that, uh, this is where we are, that we held a line and stuck to democracy or stuck to capitalism. Uh, employing people and making the right decisions on this pandemic, uh, things would be totally different. In fact, the United States should be leading the world with the lowest number of infections and the lowest numbers of death. But I digress just once more, just to say that uh, we really have to hold our elected officials to account uh, to, to try to strengthen our country, our institutions, our communities like never before. And as it stands right now, it's just really um, in a very precarious position. And um, it's gonna take probably another decade to get everything aligned to what it should have been. And in essence, we lost four years. And as a result of that, there's a lot of rebuilding uh, that is gonna be taking place. Okay, so I'll just go on and admit, yes, I did work on Capitol Hill. (laughs) So I know a little bit more than most in in regards to how uh, government should work, how it should function and how it should be united irrespective of the political party one happens to be in. So uh, again, I wanted today to talk to everyone who is an entrepreneur, small business owner, solopreneur, whatever category you happen to be in, to get your taxes ready. We have nine days left in this year. Get those tax documents together. Uh, get your accountant. Get your lawyer. Get whoever you need to get, and start getting uh, all of that together. Uh, the the pipeline. Uh, for our country does, in fact, run through our taxes. Uh, when we look at the 13 cabinet positions that are in the, the uh, administration uh, as a part of the United States, the Constitution, uh, it's our taxes that are going to help refuel us in, in regards to Uh, being able to have enough money so that we can operate our country. And here of late over the last two days, there have been one day bills that are passed and approved so that the government can run for one more days, even to the extent that the military, uh, if they had not uh, signed the agreement for another day for the government to operate, not the military would be serving without being paid. Ultimately they would be paid. However, when we get to the point where our military are not paid for serving this country and putting their lives on the line, we know we have a problem. And so um, I want to leave on a positive note, and this is the positive note. We get better by doing better. You and I, we do better and then our country will get better, but we have to all do it as a collective and uh, not tear down our country, but build it up. I, I want to see the day where everyone is united, uh, that we are heading in a direction where we can uh, really be proud of our country, uh, proud of it from the standpoint of we're united, the United States of America. And uh, not one state uh, of America, but all states all territories and all possessions uh, that are part of the United States of America. We can do a lot better uh, than what we've done over the last four years. And it's my hope and that of many others uh, that uh, President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, uh, that they would put the administration, they have pulling the uh, cabinet together and then bringing on some experts in their functional areas for all aspects such as Department of Commerce, the Treasury Department, Interior, uh, Defense Department, Education, Health and Human Services, you name it, all of the areas that that need to be addressed in the uh, EPA and taken an all of the talent that we have, God knows we have an abundance of talents in this country, and apply it to the fullest extent possible to help position those young men and young women who are coming up in this society here in this country of the United States, that we can pass the baton onto them where they're not so knee-deep in uh, debt and having a deficit for our country that the inflation uh, takes over, but we need to position them to, to really succeed because basically we're counting on it. And without those uh, young leaders coming up behind us, um, things will not work out well. And I want the United States to always uh, be the leader in all good things. And uh, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, and, and I'll come on with some additional broadcast here uh, in the next several days over the, the holiday season uh, leading up to New Year's. And we're going to really hit the ground running. And uh, I hope the best also for you and your family and your community uh, because we all need each other. We're not here by happen chance, we're here for express purpose. And if we apply our passion to it, great things will, in fact, happen. My time is up and I thank you for yours. Uh, Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. You can't expect to listen to a lot of dynamic uh, guest experts coming on in the near future. And go out to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast, Wealth Academy Podcast. Wealth is more than just money. We're out there on all the distribution channels, Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stricker, We're on iHeartRadio. We're on all of the podcasting sites, Amazon Music, you name it. We're there. Uh, We're in 22 countries now, and we're proud of that. And it continues to grow by the day, by the week, by the month. And uh, I'm just uh, very uh, honored to be able to have a a tremendous uh, podcast platform here that I can share this insight with you all. And as I stated before... My time is up and I thank you for yours. My name is Paul lawrence Fan, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode, but this is number 15. Thank you for listening. Have you a great day, You will find everyone. the show notes okay, for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy Podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes.